0: All right, welcome back to the big program. Just before we bring in Mark Spector, uh, let's welcome in our co host Thursdays 8 to 10, Ladislav Schmid. Morning, Laddie. Good morning. Got a text. Hi. I got a, just got a text. It's the favorite time of the week for uh, one Sparky Kolchiski. He says, Laddie, uh, 8 to 10, it's his favorite time.
1: Oh, I really appreciate it, Sparky. I love that guy. He My was cousin. in last
0: week, you know, with, yeah, with Barry told, and Dwayne,
1: him. yeah. Oh, it had to be awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so many stories. Well some of them after ten PM, obviously, but <laughs> many of them. <laughs> many the, of and them. the
0: other thing too, Laddie, is that we had him on from ten to eleven. We could have went three, four hours. Oh probably yeah. three, four days. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love listening to those stories <laughs> uh, yeah, those. they
0: were some solid <laughs> ones for sure. Uh time now for On the Mark. Fueled by Booster Juice, you can download the uh, new Booster Juice Rewards app today to start earning berry points for delicious and nutritious smoothies, drinks, and food that will get you through the day. Let's welcome in Mark Spector from Rogers Sportsnet. Morning, Spec.
2: What's going on, boys?
1: Wow. What are you doing on a beautiful Thursday morning today? Good morning. Well, beautiful this, but a little chilly.
2: Come
1: on, laddie! Come on, laddie! That's <laughs> the best You're weather Canadian we've had here. No. The, the classic Canadian. Come on, laddie! <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm used to it now. But it's beautiful outside. You like, know, I, I, we are very spoiled this year. Not gonna lie. You know what? Next week, Monday, Tuesday, plus six, plus seven. It's unbelievable. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna sport shorts. Well, I got them on right now. Well, I know. <laughs> very professional, guys. Right? Very professional. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know, I'll tell you what, Speck, we had Ryan Road on and he said, "Yeah, we could use a little snow out there at Marmot Basin. Even in town, I think it would look nice to have a little dusting for Christmas coming up."
2: Yep. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, and and you listen, people's eye has to people's brains have to turn on to skiing in winter. Like mm-hmm. as long as there's going to be zero snow in Edmonton, I'm not getting the skis out i'm not you know i, I yeah. can't even play hockey outdoors yet like what's yeah. going on with our city right by now we're on the outdoor
0: rink usually
1: mm-hmm. i miss that actually like i, I love do you out. have a rink out do you do you well I, it I don't have it but like all the community do you uh, go other, to the one in laurier there yeah yep. laurier well the be- better one is parkview school now mm-hmm. they build a new one there okay so i take my son out there yeah. and Run him through some drills. <laughs> what's no, the, all days. What's the temperature? <laughs> well all, last year was like minus twenty, Ooh. and poor, poor guy, poor guy I was like, oh, my fingers. I was like, just tough it out, buddy. Yeah. Okay. Remember that time we
0: <laughs> went went to Laurier spec about twenty years ago?
1: Yeah, yeah. I
2: grew up on that Laurier yeah. rink. Of course, the old rink rat's name was Neil, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> those were the days. You could. I lived. A, I lived a few blocks away from there. Like it was about. I'd say 10 blocks away, but when you went out at night, like let's say after supper, 6.30, if you open my front door on a crisp, cold winter night, you could hear if there was guys at the rink or not. You could hear the sound of the slap of the
0: puck, right?
3: Yeah. So
2: you knew, oh, geez, it sounds like there's some guys there. Maybe I'll go. And if there was no one there, you said, ah, you know what, maybe we'll just play road hockey instead.
0: (laughs) I think we should get a game going maybe this year.
2: Let's get some outdoor rink going, man. I'm what
0: do you think, laddie? You get a couple of your guys, get a couple of I'm, your homies.
1: I'm in, guys. I'm in. Yeah.
0: yeah. Get the hammer out. Maybe the hammer will come.
1: Well, you can probably barely skate, but yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, guys who can skate.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, so, Spec in or not? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Spec, don't take that, man. Never mind. <laughs> uh, so, uh,. What do you make of tonight's tilt, spec? I think Zach Hyman made the trip to Winnipeg, so I would assume he's making the trip. Pretty good chance he's going to play because I don't think you're going to have him on the plane if he's not feeling that well and things like that. But what do you yep. make of tonight?
2: Well, it's you know it's kind of funny. It's going to be a reset, no matter what, after this game, win or lose, right? What do they have? They they play their next game on Wednesday. The correct? sixth,
0: yeah, against Carolina.
2: Against Carolina, so you're going to have. The the team's going to have Friday off, Saturday off. I believe they practice Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's win, lose or draw tonight. You're going to get a reset. So, you sure would love to take. What do they got? A three game streak. Obviously, you're trying to win. You want to bring a go into the break happy. Uh, the question for me will be after this game, win or lose, when that head coach gets a hold of his team for three days of practice, laddie. When they get out of three days of practice with a new coach, are they going to know which zone is the O zone and the D zone, or are they going to be twisted into knots, coached to their death by this guy? <laughs> like,
1: I, I, I don't know, but I, I I, feel like it's a good opportunity, right, like to work on some mm-hmm. stuff, especially the D zone still kind of suspect. <laughs> I, I don't know, but, like, I think it's a, it's a really good opportunity. You get a you, like, you couple days off, you know, boys were like that, and then you go back to the drawing board, Probably some videos, like, break things down and, you know, build a little bit stronger foundation, especially defensively. Like, I feel like things are clicking better offensively.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now it's the part that they still have to tie it up, you know. I, I Honestly, the the last game, it was 4-2. I went to brush my teeth. <laughs> Lay it Lay down <laughs> And it's like I, I I, put it on my phone And it's like 4-4 I'm like what's going on <laughs> And then I watched The fourth goal yeah. And again The, the D zone coverage was Off Off Yeah, You know There's a wide open guy There's like I thought There was a chance To pressure the guy On the wall But mm-hmm. that's not the system You're trying to Like yeah. Protect the middle But then Right in front of that There's two guys And one defenseman So like I still think there is things to work on.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, Mark Spector, Ladislav Schmid with us on Sports 1440. So um, in that sense, spec, do you think because a new coach comes in, he really hasn't had a lot of practice time. No. So, I mean, are you still trying to find your way, I think, still? Uh, how much longer till you go, this is exactly what we want to employ?
2: Yeah, it's – it is hard for a new coach because he doesn't have... And even when you get practice days, they're not very long. Mm. Uh, they're, you know, you, you're, you're really mindful of rest in the National Hockey League because of the games they play. He said when he came in, if this was junior, I'd have a stretch of Monday through Friday with no game. We'd put a whole system in in one week. Mm. So this is his chance here. This this three games, uh, three-day span, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, they don't play till Wednesday. This is his chance to really teach and whatever he hasn't been able to kind of lay down yet, or whatever he hasn't been able to convey in terms of systems play or defensive zone coverage, whatever he's trying to do, this is his shot, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm only I'm only joking when I say I wonder where the Oilers' heads will be yeah. after three days mm-hmm. of that. <laughs> but he's going to coach them. This is this is where a coach gets to coach, and I know coaches. They love Laddie. They love Span like this where they get to really coach for a few days how do the players love it too
1: (laughs) well honestly I'd say yes like because it's like this is the season right like this is like they said make it or break it and and they they know they need to get better so I'm I'm, I'm sure that the guys like over time if it would be like week after week drilling the system Mm -hmm. yeah I'm sure it would get old but no, this is their kind of like a first chance to, to sit together with the new coach, go over the videos, like, you know, he can tell them what, what he expects from them, what he wants them to do, especially defensively, <laughs> and and go from yeah. there. So I think the boys will be will be excited because if, if it works and it's going to make them better, they're going to see the results. Like, I, I think it's going to be exciting for all of us.
0: Because I think you see clarity. That's what you want, right? Yeah, if you're yeah. confused right now, if you're unsure of exactly yeah. where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing... With some time and some uh, implementation of yeah. whatever system you
1: want to do, yeah. now you you see
0: things clearer. Yeah. So um,
1: I want I wonder is he going to stick with the same D zone coverage or like how, how they defend the, the admin rush situation, rush situation, zone entries? Like I I wonder, or is, is he going to be trying to implement something of his? Okay, well.
0: Uh, Spec, do you remember the first goal that was scored uh, the other night against Vegas? So that was the the point shot that was kind of tipped in uh, by, uh, by Stone. Mark Stone in front. Now, if you watch yep. the Oilers' D zone coverage on that, the, uh, Evan Bouchard swooped all the way yeah. out to the
1: blue line, and that's not a, that's system, not that's not system, right? Like zone, I know. <laughs> well, but, uh, but I know, but like I thought that the D man was supposed to peel off by the hash mark, That's what I thought. And, and come back, right? Yeah. Like, that's, that's what Vegas was playing all yeah. last year. They still play it. But my question is, like, I, I, I know, I, like, Vegas won the championship and all of that with this kind of system. But they had the the, the guys to do that, mm-hmm. you know? They had the personnel to do that. Like, can you take that system yeah. and, and implement it on different team, but totally different group of guys? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. What do you think on that, spec? Well, think? so now we
2: get to the round peg and square hole thing, right? Yeah. You know, can the you know? Do you, I think I look at Vegas, and the place that they're the strongest is they've got a when everyone's healthy, they got a fantastic set of six defensemen. Oh yeah. So can you just take? the Oilers six defenseman, right? And say, okay, you play the same way. Well, I think that first goal, let's talk about that, right? If they're playing the same way and Bouchard blows the coverage and goes to the blue line, well, that, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, it was, it was a lot of a great tip by Stone mm-hmm. and bad luck that the tip hit Ekholm in the rear end and went in, yeah. but Ekholm's right on his guy, He's yeah. all over Stone and Stone still makes the tip. So, so my point would be, the coach has Ekholm in the right place. Ekholm is doing what he's supposed to do. He's all over that guy in front.
0: Just but, didn't tug but, his stick. Yeah, I, Frankly,
2: that... he didn't get the job done. The guy still got the tip and scored the goal. So that's not about a system. That's about an individual guy who, I'm not going to say blew the assignment because whatever, but in the end, the puck's in the net because Ekholm doesn't tie up stone stick. So I don't think it matters what your system is mm-hmm. if each individual guy isn't strong enough to to execute the system, right? Yeah.
1: I, I I totally agree. Uh, I think Louis Debrusque the, during the during the TV said, "Well, Agüero is doing an excellent job boxing guy out," and I agree to the extent. But you can box him out, but you have to control his stick, mm-hmm. and that's the biggest thing. If you if you just like cross checking him and like trying to get him out, but he's his stick is still loose, yep. that. It ends up in your net But usually Eggholm is pretty good At yeah. his assignments So it was like Kind of one-off And it just shows you Like how Smart Mark Stone is Like yeah. I love watching that guy He's not the fastest guy But he's always Seems to be in the right spot <laughs> And that th- Does the right thing Honestly like He is like yeah. In my opinion like Top five Smartest players In mm-hmm. the NHL Like mm-hmm. Defensively and Has has yeah. to be, man. Right? Has to
2: be, because he's one of the slowest guys yeah. in the NHL in terms yeah. of elite forwards. This is a guy that came out of Brandon and everyone said, ah, he can't skate, Yeah. right? Lots of teams said he can't skate. Ends yeah. up in Ottawa. He's a pretty good player. And Vegas spots that. He's become a giant leader on a yeah. really good team. And I think on the Ekholm goal, at some point, guys, sometimes you just have to take yeah. your hat off to the other guy yeah. and say, he made a hell of a play, Yeah. and... They're, the other team's trying, too,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, David Schlemko said the same thing, exactly what you're saying, too, Laddie, and you, too, spec uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. So as far as Winnipeg tonight, uh, spec do you, I mean, they've got a balanced team. They've got a bigger, heavier team yep. that's balanced and playing quite well, even though we had Jamie Thomas on a little bit earlier. They've lost the last two games, but he said could have went either way. The last one was a 2 nothing shutout to the Dallas Stars. What do you make of tonight's tilt, I guess?
2: I don't think uh, I think the Oilers do do okay with Winnipeg because they end up trying to play the same game. I think you know, Edmonton like they've got skilled forwards. They got guys that can score. I think Edmonton's always done fine against that decor. It's not a giant decor, right? They're not a bunch of huge guys that you have to go through. I think it becomes a bit of a skating game that Edmonton's happy to play. Mm-hmm. And the advantage that, you know, when I think back at games that Edmonton's played with Winnipeg where Edmonton didn't come out on top, we walk away talking about Hellebuck most yeah. times. Mm-hmm. I don't remember many games where we said, man, they got a scoring chance, or man, they got shut down. I just think of games where Hellebuck shut the door on them, and that's going to happen when you got a, you know, a top three in the world goalie. Mm-hmm.
0: Are you uh, watching this one, Spec, at the uh, Ponderosa, or what are you doing?
2: Uh, no, I'm in town today. Got some things going on today, so I'll be around. Looking forward to watching a hockey game tonight. And it's uh, is it Seahawks Cowboys on the other channel yes. tonight? Yes,
0: yeah. Seahawks oh, boy, Cowboys. Gonna be, like, uh, what do you got going on in town? Like, what do
1: you got? Christmas to do? shopping probably. Oh. He's gonna be at the mall later today. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're, we're, I would like to see that. <laughs> spec, wow, th- there's a segment right there christmas shopping with spec <laughs> you're welcome guys <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah i'm at the age now and my kids are at the age this christmas shopping happens at the atm <laughs> yeah uh, i was
0: just gonna say that you could have been part of our in or out about uh online shopping spec or in the mall
2: yeah it's it's much easier that way, boys. Uh-huh. I don't have little kids that are that are running downstairs like laddies to see what's going on at the tree anymore. So <laughs> they're
1: they're borderline now. They're borderline. Are they? Oh my! Oh my God! Yes. I guess yeah. Well, we have to keep it like Santa, right? Yeah. Because my youngest is only two and a half, but my older ones are starting to wonder mm-hmm. and they're more money oriented now. <laughs> yes.
0: Hey. They're only eight. Like oh, this The big world. jolly man's got cash yeah. too, laddie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, uh, thanks, Beck. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll uh, talk to you tomorrow and then a uh, couple days off, I guess.
2: Sounds good to me, boys. Have a great yeah. day. You All too, right.
0: Speck. Thanks, Speck. That was on the mark. Energized by Booster Juice, get the boost you need at Booster Juice. I can't really see Speck in like a lot of lineups in the mall. Me you neither. Know, he would be. He, he would start just getting after people behind him and in front. Hey, what are you doing in front of me? <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: Speck's a local celebrity. Yeah. He can't. Uh, he can't yeah. be out and about. He'd be. Uh, Is he a left or hated? Everyone would be clamoring for for right. autographs and hot takes yeah. and. All those things, he wouldn't be able to get anything done when he's out in the masses.
0: No, he, he's he's well. He, is say? he loved or hated? I think he's both. He's
3: Just both like a lot of people, and that's what makes him. I love it so great. Yeah.
1: I love it. Uh, I love, love to I hate love him. him. I love him. I you know. I love him. Sometimes I hate him.
0: <laughs> I have respect for him though. Yep, and that's the key. Yep. And I, I mean, I uh, we've talked about this a long a lot because of how the industry is is working. <laughs> On the road, he's the only guy there, basically. He works hard, you know. That's hard. Yeah, that's so hard. Another one of the hardest working men in show business is Frank Saravali He will guess with us. He is everywhere, this guy. He, he is was on TV. He was in Stockholm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is everywhere. Yeah, uh, he fun. will guess with us uh, right after the break. Karius Schmid on Sports fourteen forty. Stay with us. All right, time now for the headliner of the day. Uh, brought to you by Mr. Rooter. They are sports fans like all of our listeners and are pumped that Sports Talk Radio is back. For all your plumbing needs, go to mrreuter.ca as we welcome in Frank Saravoli from the Daily Face Off. Morning, Frank. You're with uh, Kevin and Laddie. How's it going? Pretty good, guys. How are you? It's been good. It's another solid day. Oilers in Winnipeg tonight. Looking forward to that one. And then the Oilers have uh, five days off, so it's a uh, little bit of a break for them. Uh gonna be interesting. And if to you see. get a
3: win and you beat the Jets and the Golden Knights, you probably don't want a day off.
0: Well no, you probably don't, but it would be four wins in a row and uh, you know, things seem Ooh. to have been turned around.
3: Jason, Gregor getting dangerously close to getting okay. a get out of jail free card. I don't get this
0: thing. We were talking about it yesterday, Frank. What, we we're What are we talking about here? Well, okay, sure, Gregor's sure, gonna sure. grow his hair out.
1: That's Uh-oh. what because of the gonna, it. I want a Wamit right now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: he's got the old cul-de-sac going where oh, he's, there's like nothing bad. here, and then just. whoop. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: saw it, uh, Frank, on Tuesday night. I saw it at the Vegas game. We sat, we sat beside each other, obviously, and I saw it. And it's it's not as bad as you think, to be honest with you.
3: Well, I told him. I said it's a complete violation. I was talking on the DFO rundown today yeah. about how you can't if you're gonna do it. If you lost the bet, you cannot wear a hat.
1: Yes,
0: I agree. Yeah. I agree. He's been, he's had a hat on, he sleeps with a hat on.
3: I, I would too if I looked like that.
1: Well, Tracy doesn't want to look at him, I but at the best of times. I wouldn't let him around any schools. It's just, <laughs> uh, uh, oh. Oh, God. God. Uh, S- sorry, Gregor, if you're not listening.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, I was going to kind of uh, uh, do a little... Uh, Uh, moving on to one topic. I think we'll wait on that after that comment, but so let's go with Patrick Kane first. Let's go with Patrick Kane. Frank, do you think he's about a week away or so to joining the wings?
3: You know what? I I actually think he's physically ready now when he wrapped up his rehab in Toronto, like he was ready to go. I think he wanted a couple days to sort of wade into practice. Uh, but I believe he's been added to their active roster. um, I you know mm-hmm. I think the idea of timeline was seven to ten that days is. away, but he's pretty close to being ready right now.
0: And he looks good. Yeah, you I mean, even though the videos and everything that that you saw and you were reporting on. I mean, and even you know personally, he said he feels better than he has in a long time.
3: Yeah, I think he's turned back the clock, and mm-hmm. I think it remains to be seen how his hip reacts to contact and the grind of a long season, mm-hmm. but. I personally believe Patrick Kane is going to step back into the NHL and produce at a north of a point per game pace. Righty, and two. I, th- I I think I, I that, hope so. Go yeah, ahead. I think what that does is to me, you, not not in sharpie, but I think you could write the Detroit Red Wings into the playoffs as a pen, in, in pencil. Hmm.
1: I I'm going to be more cautious. I hope he will do well. I don't know if north of point a game. I I think it's might take some time with, uh, you know, it's different things to to skate on your own and doing drills than playing in the games. Mm-hmm. You get you need to get uh, some timing back, some you know, some chemistry with the teammates. Uh, but I I I'm I believe that he's he's gonna be close to the point of the game. I think he's gonna be ready. He's gonna play with a f- familiar guy. Probably mm-hmm. no the Brinket he'll the play with yep. yeah uh, yeah that should be a hell of a line yeah and they have a chemistry obviously that was probably the biggest thing why he signed there no like
0: that, one, one of the one of the things yeah. and I think you had you nailed a couple of things Frank I mean uh, Steve Eisenman was very proactive here too
3: yeah. yeah he was I mean anytime you have one of the greats of all time try and court you to join your team I mean I think that's certainly a, a nice Feather in your cap, but the Debrinket thing, I think, is what really mm-hmm. won over here. That connection is real. And I don't want to say Patrick Kane didn't have a lot of very close friends over his time in Chicago, but Debrinket was one of those guys right at the top of the list mm-hmm. among. He was closest with and so not just on the ice but off the ice and he gave a really enlightening interview yesterday with TNT yeah. um, and their crew basically saying every time he met with another team every time he thought or envisioned about playing for another team he said his heart kept coming back to Detroit and mm-hmm. I think that's pretty powerful mm-hmm. uh, he now plays for his third original six team he's he's halfway home
0: do you think awesome. anyone pissed off in Buffalo Frank about it
3: I think honestly, the reaction that I continued to get on social media whenever I'd post anything about Kane and the Sabres was that they didn't want him. The fan base didn't want him. I thought that was fascinating. Uh, this is a Sabres team that's underachieved this year. And you think about the idea of having someone like Patrick Kane and that ability. Like, if you were to think about Patrick Kane and where he ranks, like, to me, he's a top 25, top 30 player all time. Mm-hmm. He's been that good and accomplished that much. You could argue he's the greatest American-born player.
1: For me, yes. I, honestly, for me, yes. I don't know for you, but sorry. He's
3: close. <laughs> he's up there. I mean, there's a few in the conversation, no. but he's right there. And so I, if you, you take a guy who is 34 years old and he's telling people that he's turned back the clock five or eight years physically, like I'm telling you right now impact player may not be mm-hmm. the first week or two yeah. might take him a couple weeks to get going 85 point pace the rest of this year
0: hmm. i mean he's one of the smartest players going. for how so, much i too? Mean, what is it 2.7 2.75 pro rated <laughs> so what about two million or so frank
3: And you don't have to give anything up to get him. Yeah, Yeah. that's unbelievable. Now think about it from Detroit's perspective. You could take, and Derek Lalonde hinted at the idea of taking Debrinket on the left side, Dylan Larkin down the middle, and plugging Patrick Kane on the right side. Yes, you'd bump Lucas Raymond down to the second line, but think about how he rounds out and solidifies their top six. No offense to Michael Rasmussen, Mm -hmm. the big guy who's come around a little bit, But you take him and bump him down to the third line and all of a sudden things are kind of just structured that much better for the Red Wings who have played fine offensively, have gotten good goaltending. I think they could shore up some things in their own end, but I think that's a team that's taken a huge step now.
0: I think Lucas Raymond is going to, should be saying, where do I sign up for this? Because now I'm seeing second and third deep pairings. I'm seeing lesser than the number one uh, line that I'm going to be squaring off. Yeah, but off, you're so. also
3: playing with guys who aren't quite as good now.
0: Yeah, there's still some pretty good talent there.
1: Power play should be... Power
0: play's going to play be good. Power is going to yeah. be good, too. Power oh. play will be really good.
1: <laughs> with Cater down there, oh, <laughs> wow, I, he he cost me some headaches uh, back in the day. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Frank, uh, where can we go with uh, the Corey Perry situation? Where do you want to go with it?
3: Well, uh, we know there's a lot of questions that remain unanswered to this point. Um, I would say one of the biggest is, we look, we know the contract has been terminated. Corey Perry's time as a Chicago Blackhawk is over. But to me... The biggest question is, did the Blackhawks, not knowing exactly what the transgression is, did the Blackhawks maybe jump a little bit too far? Mm -hmm. Did they have the juice to actually terminate the contract? Will Corey Perry and the NHL Players Association take the step forward to grieve this termination? Personally, uh, and this is just purely my opinion, I think the NHLPA has to. Because this is something that we've learned and gleaned from the Blackhawks was not illegal and it's a question of moral turpitude essentially. And who answers that question? Are we in a spot now where and I I reported that this was an alcohol fueled incident? Are we at the spot now where, you know, a player could maybe have a, you know, a misstep under the influence? on a team road trip and all of a sudden have his contract be terminated. Like NHL contracts for the test of time have been ironclad guarantees. And for good reason, based on what these players put on the line on a nightly basis, again, not knowing what happened, Mm -hmm. do the Blackhawks have enough ammo here or did they act because they've been in a spot previously and are still sensitive to, being accused of covering things up, did they go mm-hmm. a bridge too far? I don't know the answer, but I think the NHLPA has to grieve it and try and find out.
1: I was thinking the same thing, man, the other day. I I think there has to be some kind of action from the NHLPA, but everything's gonna probably come out then, mm-hmm. right? Like, and we don't know what happened, so I don't know. Is is he gonna take a risk? I, like i I honestly don't know it th- this mm-hmm. is a hard one, but like you said, like Chicago has been scrutinized right over the last couple of years, so maybe they did jump jump the gun, but like terminating the contract that like I feel like that had to be like something so significant like that this happened like so mm-hmm. fast all of a sudden, Corey is off the roster he's he doesn't have a contract, he's a free agent, but yeah it's it's gonna be interesting to see like i I guess we'll know in the next couple of days.
3: So let's take a step back. Milan Lucic earlier this season has been charged and arraigned in court for assault and battery of his wife. Mm-hmm. We don't know whether that's proven yet or not, but yeah. that's the allegation. He is still under contract mm-hmm. and has been sent to the NHL NHLPA Player Assistance Program. Mike Richards, go back eight yep. years. To the LA Kings. He's charged with crossing the border with controlled substances, and the Kings terminate his contract. The Players Association grieved it, and Mike Richards got back $10.5 million being paid through 2032, and the Kings got cap recapture penalties. I think the biggest issue here is that too often the NHL has allowed teams to get away with terminating contracts Mm -hmm. and then just says, you know what, we'll battle it out in a grievance and you'll end up coming out ahead anyway. And if the worst case scenario, the Chicago Blackhawks and the NHL come out looking tough on uh, workplace environment and uh, that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But for me, I'm looking at this saying, um, it's got to be a really high bar to terminate the contract and get to that point.
0: I agree. Uh, Do uh, do you think things will fall out here in the next few days, few weeks, or how how long are we looking at here, Frank? Or is it impossible to say?
3: Well, the NHLPA has 60 days to Mm. grieve it from the date of the termination, which I believe is yesterday, and they're still reviewing it. I think the Blackhawks and Mm. the Perry camp have kept an incredibly tight lid on this. I think the only people that know exactly what went down are Corey Perry, his agent, uh, the Chicago Blackhawks management and their lawyer in addition to whoever witnessed it like the players don't know and outside of that it's a you know there's been a lot of rumor and innuendo most of 99% of which has been complete BS mm-hmm. and it's been unfortunate but they've they've kept a lid on this and I don't know it doesn't necessarily mean if you grieve it laddie that it's going to come out because yeah. there have been oh. other situations that haven't okay. and I think it's not really about the money for Corey Perry about the million and a half bucks when you've earned a hundred million. Yeah. To me, it's about your reputation at yeah. this point. Mm-hmm. You've hey, had a sterling career, borderline hall of fame player, Stanley cup, Olympic gold medal, heart trophy. Yeah. So it's it, tough what, to go out like
0: one, this. One question. So Frank, what if he would have went into the substance abuse abuse program? How much does that change that things then on this?
3: Well, let's just play this out hypothetically. Like let's say Corey Perry does not have an alcohol problem and made a poor decision, which we all have from time to time under the influence. Mm -hmm. Then if you go into the, player uh, assistance program for alcohol you have to go serve 30 days at a rehab treatment center Mm -hmm. and then once you get out you're held to different stipulations Mm -hmm. as part of the program including you cannot drink at all and if they test you and or see you with alcohol then your contract can be terminated immediately so if you don't actually have a problem then it's probably not the path that you want to go down um
1: frank do you think well He's a free agent now, right? Like, whatever happens, do you think any other team will touch him at any point this season?
3: I think there's already been a couple teams, a small handful, two to three, that have reached out to try and find more information. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know who they are. I don't know. Do you think Tampa? (laughs) I I don't know what, (laughs) if anything, um, the Perry camp is even sharing at this point Mm -hmm. about because um, they'd obviously be asking the question, well, what happened here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that anyone has shared that info, but I do know that there are teams that are certainly intrigued and interested. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. We'll have to see how things uh, play out. Uh, Frank, uh, enjoy the weekend. Uh, anything on tap? What's going on with the coaching of the kid here? What big games, big weekend? What's up?
3: Uh, Two-game weekend, and then I'm heading to Seattle for the Board of Governors meeting, which is early next week, expecting some updates on um, – the Arizona coyotes for one also, uh, the puck and player tracking. It's been an, an interesting story this year, the mm-hmm. number of goals that may have been scored Ooh. with the, the chip in the puck, how close is the NHL to being able to determine whether or not the puck has fully crossed the goal line mm-hmm. or not, uh, mm-hmm. and a host of other sort of business related stories. So, uh, lots on the go on that front. And, uh, it's been a crazy week. Oh, Ian Evason fired a trade from hmm. the Canucks and Blackhawks. Um, my head's been spinning all week.
0: <laughs> well, I, I'm not sure if Laddie knew, but when you left, uh, went to Stockholm, the team, your son's team, was it 0 and 2, 0 and 3, 0 3 and 1, 0 3 and 1. Frank comes back and they start winning. Yeah.
3: Wow. He just that's. Uh, I don't think it. it has is to do with it a knowledge or a good luck charm. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it has anything to do with me. Maybe just. The competition.
0: Hey, Frank, thanks for this. Have a great weekend. Uh, appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week.
3: See you guys. Have a nice. good one. See you. That's Frank Saravali from the Daily Faceoff
0: and our headliner of the day brought to you by Mr. Rooter. There's a reason they call him Mr. For all your plumbing needs. Go to Mr. A lot of texts coming in regarding Corey Perry situation. Um, it's complicated. There's That's the number one thing here. It's the furthest thing from being transparent. I mean, th- th- we're not going to know exactly what's yeah, going to happen here can for a while. Here.
1: All day long, and,
0: but. and I mean, everyone knows what what's being said on the internet, which is so false and things like that. But man, it, uh, it's, like Chicago again—it's just a dark cloud over that franchise, going with many, many things going back several Unfortunately, years.
1: Unfortunately, yeah. It's a, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what to say. Yeah.
0: You know, uh, that's that's the the bad thing. <laughs> yeah, about just the
1: rumors. Yeah. I just you know address the rumors. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry to like, it's just idiotic and yeah. like using his teammates and and families. Like, people should know better. You know, yeah. it's just embarrassing yeah, and bad. and like you're you're hurting you're hurting the you mom know, fa- and the ma- sister. Ma- yeah, everybody. Everyone. Yeah, and it's just just everyone. sad sad to see it. Just again, some people just don't know any better and like. They thrive. You can hide on, behind it. You yeah, hide behind exactly. it. You know, And that's, and they thrive on like, unfor- hurting others. That's so,
0: unfortunately yeah. what social media has become, and a lot of it has become, and, and it's it's sad to see it go that way. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, we've got some uh, open text time, even maybe some open line time. Give us a shout, one 401 1440 Even the Hammer texted in. He did. He did. We've got to get to a text from the Hammer. He mentioned your name, too.
1: <laughs> ah, I feel honored by the hammer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's coming up right after the break on Sports 1440. Stay with us. Ooh, all right, welcome back to the big program, 8:43 uh, in Edmonton, top of the hour. Uh, your old buddy is he coming into the studio? Your old buddy, Kevin Radomski. Yeah, he is coming. The, the Rad soon. Man. The Rad Man. He's he's like I said. He's either tied to the dock or full throttle, isn't he?
1: Yes Yes he is He goes pretty he, hard Yeah he, he, he told me he didn't work out today Or he wasn't going to And But he There's he's no skipped. way he's
0: not coming in here Flexing
1: Flexing Well his suits are probably <laughs> Size smaller So it looks like he He, he goes he, he buys them They're called Boys Husky size Yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: The old Kevin. So uh, he'll join us at nine o'clock. Business uh, operations, uh, the director of business ops for the Edmonton Oil Kings. Big night for tomorrow. Teddy bear toss. You'll be at the game. Are you going? No, I'm. I think I'll probably be going to the Golden Bears hockey game. Why would you pick that over Teddy bear toss? Okay, well, I have no kids. I mean, they're not throwing teddy bears over. I enjoy it. I, a good I, I, under, cause. I understand what, what it's bears. for. I, maybe I'll throw one over the
1: glass at at Claire Drake Arena. They're gonna probably escort you out. <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, I'm, I'm bringing my kids. Yeah, but it's it's. Yeah. A, I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll go. We'll see. I would love to see you there. Yeah, with a big teddy bear. Costco's uh, got uh, that huge teddy bears now for on, on sale, so you should. Buy one that. of those. So,
0: how many would you take to the game tomorrow with your kids? Oh,
1: I'm year? just gonna take like three or four yeah. teddy bears. Yeah.
0: And I, th- uh, hundred fifty thousand is what they got. I think over the years. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <sighs> like it's.
1: Well, Kevin's gonna yeah, he's talk gonna, about it. Yeah. Talk about it, but it's I think close to be sold out. I think so. It's pretty well every year. <clears throat> it, it is. Yeah, I, I think this is like. Yeah. I think like they have like sixteen, sixteen and a half thousand. Salt, yeah, for sure. I always feel not bad. I feel
0: the people that are in the first, you know, seven or eight rows because they get hit with the you bears, you get hit with the bears, yeah, <laughs> yeah. because and then they got to throw them over, yeah, I know, you know. So it's
1: a workout, it's it a, workout, is a workout, but it's for a good cause. So.
0: uh, you, a couple of texts about who the greatest U.S. born players are Patrick Kane. Uh, this comes in from Darren Patrick Kane is easily the best U.S. born player ever to play uh, it's not close he's a wizard with the puck three cups
1: and shows up in big games that's Darren and why why yeah, see yeah I see the same I see the same way yeah but there, there's like obviously um, m-
0: well Mike Medano. Mike Mada- I was just Mike Madano's me. top
1: other he's probably like top 3 yeah like should be some defenseman there now. Well, Chris Chelios. Chris. Chris Chelios. He, used, you know what? what was Phil Housley? Too? Yeah, Phil Housley, American. He'd he be was, he is pretty, He'd he, be like, in there. Yeah, a lot of points.
0: Uh, well, as a defenseman, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and I remember meeting Chris Chelios for the first time, and we went we went out for a dinner with the older boys, and like I, honest, I was speechless for like yeah. the first two hours. He thought I was mute. Oh, it's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, oh, well, I'm just a starstruck right <laughs> now. Like. Do you know that he came, and this is back
0: in the 70s, late 70s, early 80s? He came to Saskatchewan to play. He went and
1: played. I wasn't born yet. So the, so I no know. Idea. I watched
0: him play. I watched him play because he went to play in the Saskatchewan Junior League, just like the Alberta Junior League. Really? Went and played in Moose Jaw for the Moose Jaw Canucks back really? then. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how he, like, he was so advanced growing up in Chicago that there was nowhere for him to play to get his game to he the, the next to the level. Because level, so had, had they never had U.S. junior development. They had never yeah. had things like that. Brian Leach, another one. Oh, yeah. Brian Leach Oof. was one of the top American Oof. players.
1: He was good. Yeah. Well, I was lucky enough to play against Chris Chelios and Mike Madano, too. Mm-hmm. Mike Madano's, like, at the so, end of his career. Yeah. But I, I like how the jersey always, like blue behind him yeah was it like was it custom made like or was he that fast <laughs> I, I don't know yeah, cool. I, I, he had some like it, it was like just watching it was so cool
0: it's almost like he sold in a little extra you know it, just yeah. to you know to show that he was skating that fast
1: yeah I, I, I guess I was, like there was something cool about that yeah. guy you know just wow well, you know
0: Mike went out Dallas, yeah. Yeah. Dallas so Doesn't get much better. Was he? He was a strong guy to play against. Like you know, yeah, he, he was, was a load. big, big, he was
1: big, powerful, powerful, and like so fast yeah. for that size. Yeah, yeah. Not, he incredible. played.
0: He went up from Detroit. I think he's Livonia, Michigan, yeah. and went Prince Albert Raiders. That's where he played his junior. What? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Mike Madano was one of the top Western leaguers uh, and young too, because he came up quite early. Uh, you know, when he was a young player.
1: Oh my God, I'm gonna have to go back to the. You gotta study check. books. I guess
0: <laughs> check the archives. Uh, <laughs> uh, the other one, you know, Dougie Waite. How
1: about Dougie, Dougie Waite, Yeah. And uh, but honestly, like, like maybe, maybe because I play against Patrick Kane, but mm-hmm. like just his accomplishments and like three Stanley Cups. Huh. You know, like incredible. <laughs> yeah. In, in, Brett in, Hull. Brett Hull. Brett, Brett Hull. Uh, obviously.
0: Text coming in. Mike Medano. Uh Brian Leach was damn yeah. good. Um, Keith Kachuk.
1: Keith Kachuk, yeah. yeah. 500 goals.
0: Um, we were talking about the Kachuk family. You know, when they <laughs> when they leave, like after Brady and Matthew leave the
1: NHL. It's going to be a sad day. It it's entertaining. A, it, Honestly, it, it, did you watch the, yeah. did did you like you watch the game? Oh, the yeah. other, oh yeah, my yeah. God, man. <laughs> and gra- Grandma was in the
0: stands. You <laughs> yeah, saw that?
1: Like, I, ju- I just grabbed popcorn. <laughs> I was watching it. It's kind of, it had nothing to do with hockey the last 10 minutes no. of the game. but. You like that? S- game, I, I kind of liked it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just goons out there, man. And 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 I feel like the, the fans, like hmm. especially American fans, this is what they want to see. Yeah, and you know, rowdy hockey. You know, like fights and chirping.
0: Uh, Tiger sends a text in, and I forgot this. Uh, Mike Madano played with Pat Elenek. Pat Elenek was an older guy that you know he played for Winnipeg Jets, and, and he was a good player back in okay. in the in the days of Prince Albert Raiders. But yeah, Mike Medano came up, uh, you know, and, and then you think about it back then because it was different, you know, that was so long ago. Just like uh, you know, we, we were talking with Chris Chelios, you know. Yeah. Just different.
1: Yeah, different. Um, yeah.
0: But the Kachuk family, so between Keith and then the two boys, they'll probably pull out over a quarter of a billion dollars of salary.
1: <laughs> it's pretty, that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty that's good. Not bad, no, no, that's not pretty bad. Good. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, they're, they're, wow, there's something in their genes, man. Oh. <laughs> well, I still, you know, when the Oilers were
0: playing the Flames in the playoffs, so two years ago, yeah, and so Matthew was still with the Flames. But Brady came up because they were out, and he's walking around Calgary and with, he had, beers. with two beers in the back pockets. But old school guy, old and, school guy. But his pants aren't really fitting him either. You know what I mean? Like he kind of he's got the plumber
1: bum going. You know? Does he care though?
0: No, no. He's Brady Kachak. But he he looks like you know how big Keith is. You see Keith now, right? I mean he's a big guy. Yep. And Brady's big
1: already. He's, you know, that's he's strong. It's, they are all strong. Even even has guy Chuck, you know, Chucky he's he's strong. Oh yeah. He's very yeah. strong. Yeah. Uh Joe Mullen, Pat Lafontaine. Pat Lafontaine. Yeah. yeah. Forgot about him.
0: The other guy, the Hatcher brothers. Remember the Hatcher brothers, Laddie? Yeah, Darien. Darian and yeah. Kevin.
1: Kevin, yeah. Yeah. They were monsters.
0: Darian was just I mean the Oilers back who did we have? Uh we had Ronnie Lowe, you know, low Tide. Yeah, Ronnie yeah, Lowe. Yeah. He came on earlier this week with Fierzy. Okay. And we were talking about the late 90s and how when the Oilers were playing Dallas and, you know, in the late 90s because of the salary cap and well there was no salary cap, so yep. Dallas was whatever, 90 million, the Oilers yeah. were whatever. But he was talking about how the Oilers teams then went toe-to-toe with Dallas and he went, but they were monsters, he said. Yeah you know
1: well well, you got you got away away with murder back in the day you know and hatcher like then they switched the the rules a little bit it was harder for those guys to to keep up right like but Mm -hmm. my god those days oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah like sometimes like i watch like the, the the old the old hockey old school hockey and it's like wow it's like the holding and hooking and like cross checking it was crazy
0: You know what? And you go back, and that's why Mario Lemieux said, I don't want to play anymore. Yeah. Because
1: he was just getting accosted out there. Can you imagine that that guy now? Ah, That would be fun to watch. That would be fun to watch. Big guy on the move. Look at the Duke. The Duke even has a smile. Like, honestly, like, I know Wayne Gretzky, like, obviously most points, but, like, just watching one player like Mario Lemieux, when you see his highlights, it's ridiculous what he was able to do. And while getting absolutely, like... (laughs) You know, like, hug whole, like, people trying to hurt him, and he was just, there was some kind of, like, finesse about him, you know? Like, he is just, uh, Yeah, he's so, good. Text, so com- good. text coming in, I forgot about the hammer here. Uh, this comes
0: from the hammer, Laddie's buddy. The Oilers' defense is simply the wrong personnel. We were talking about D-zone coverage. Uh, other than himself, who would Laddie be looking at to trade to improve the D.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's putting me on spot right now. <clears throat> I don't know who is available. No, I think he's giving you a shot, saying
0: that you should be playing.
1: Nah, that's very nice, but yeah. no, right, I'm I'm too sore, too slow. I I think even I'm not saying even like this decor is solid. I I mm-hmm. yeah, we could add a piece. Yeah, but I I think most of the teams are saying oh we could we could use a defenseman. Yeah. You know, there's not not. The, you you never have enough good defensemen, but like this decor can do it. They did it last year, isn't it the same decor? Pretty well, yeah. Pretty much, pretty well. So they can do it. It's more. I I don't think it's just the defense fault. There is five guys in the mm-hmm. D zone coverage.
0: Are where where are you at with Broberg? I mean, he's the seventh D, and I think you got to have always seven around.
1: Yeah, but, but I, I, I I don't it's
0: tough for him not playing.
1: I I think his given his age yeah. he should be playing like send him down give him the minutes give him confidence like i i don't know what their long-term plans are mm-hmm. but like just setting him around does absolutely nothing for him for his confidence and if you're even thinking maybe throwing him in a trade down the road like i i feel like you need to get his like value up or like give him Throw him into the game yeah. or two. But like
0: this It's hard now with you one three in a row and Deharnay's playing probably as good as he's ever played.
1: Yeah, but still like you're trying to develop this kit, and, like and you, you drafted him high.
0: I would bet right now, just listening to Chris Knoblock yesterday when I was down there. They will never go 11-7 and seven, uh, yeah. 11, seven no, seven. again. I, I just don't see it happening.
1: Well, I don't really like that either. Yeah. <laughs> Every defense. No, yeah. Way. No, it's but just he, like... The one thing that
0: he says, he wants to see the chemistry develop between the pairs.
1: Yeah. And that uh, takes and it That's, that, that's fair. Yeah. But then send him down and call somebody... who I mean, maybe Gleason? Gleason, maybe. But, but like... Give him a couple of games down there and call him back up. Yeah, is it that big of a deal? I don't think so. But you, he, sh- like especially young guy, he should get some reps in. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you cannot get him in up here, you know, give him some few games. I, I'm I'm not saying send him down for a month for two months. No, give him a couple of games. Send, <laughs> you know, bring him back up. And there's, you know, I I I don't want to wish this on anybody, but mm-hmm. there're gonna be injuries, unfortunately. Yeah.
0: Hey, Duke, do you have that? Uh George Costanza uh, hot button quickly. Do you have it uh, fired up? No,
3: I, uh, I don't have it quite loaded. We need that. A, we need hot it hot like button. bang.
0: We need it just bang every time. Now.
3: I'll get our. Uh, I'll get our best guys on that. Okay.
0: Uh, top of the hour, the Radman, man Kevin Radomski, director of business ops for the Edmonton Oil Kings. He's brought a jersey in, and it's the Teddy Bear Toss jersey. And man, it looks sweet.
1: Looks like it's going to fit you, laddie. <laughs> It looks good. Oh, this is hot so I hope it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hot. <laughs> yeah, Gavin,
0: Gavin, Gavin hot nets jersey. Yeah. Oh, good. It's a little smaller. That's coming up
1: at the top of the hour before but, that. But they have a matching pants for it. Yeah. So it looks like a t- one, one the, piece. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The whole like bit. Like a little jumpsuit. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Before that, uh, time now for a sports 1440 update uh brought to you by snow valley ski club where you learn to ride so then you can take the mountain take on the mountains Uh, start your journey at snowvalley.ca and they're getting ready to open up this weekend uh starting tomorrow uh here is the duke of brandon douglas